Hey everyone, welcome back to Anjan Dani TKO podcast episode two. Thank you so much for listening to our first episode. If you have, if you haven't, what are you waiting for? We hope you enjoyed the quiz. Uh, it was quite fun. The questions were a little bit hard, but it was fun anyway. Um, <laughs> yep. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. Thank you for all your support. We really appreciate it. And our aim is basically to uplift you guys, put a smile on your face. And as Danny said, the trivia is just to get a little bit of fun and get you guys involved. So, yeah. To get to what we're doing today today's episode it will be about inner dialogue we have spoken a little bit about it last week but we we would like to go into it a little bit more this week um and what is inner dialogue and how is it formed and what's your take in it so inner dialogue is basically the inner voice that we have that tells us you know, things like we can do it or we can't do it. And, you know, it could be anxiety led. We touched on this last week about how anxiety can stop you from doing things. It can say, you know, you can't do that. Um, The inner dialogue also is just formed by things that we're told as children, experiences that we go through, some hardships, some traumatic experiences can really shape our inner dialogue. Yeah, it's just really based on those kind of things. And you know, you said you said something about, and it's true, it does form when you're children. Um, yeah. A good example is now that we have children, and you, well, your Amaya is still quite young, but you'll see that as she grows. My own children were saying things like, "I can't do it, I can't do it, and I can't do it," and yeah, it was hard to hear because I, you, you kind of start to doubt yourself, and you kind of start thinking, "Am I doing this?" Am I making them feel like they can't do it? So we quickly had to turn that around, that inner dialogue. We kind of had to stop and and say, why why are you saying this? Why why do you think you can't do it? And the more you say it, the truer it becomes. Yeah. So I had to take two steps back and actually tell them, okay, if you continue thinking like you can't do it, the fear becomes more and more and then Mm. you actually won't be able to do it and you won't even try yeah it's not even just a question of i can't do it you won't even try to do it and then you won't be able to do it yeah so it was a question of if you can't if you try a few times and you can't do it let's try together and see if we can do it but that inner voice telling you you can't do it you can't do it you kind of have to fight it and and say okay this is just a voice in my head Mm. let me see if i can actually prove it wrong yeah because it can be instilled by friends it can be by family I know I have that I have that very much so if it wasn't screaming down my throat it was many other things so I know that thinking negatively will consume you and will take over you if you don't put an end to it mm. and with me with my children I kind of had to think to myself I think so negatively I don't want them thinking that way yeah, of course. Always putting a little positivity in their minds every single day. Yes, you can do it. Be proud of it. Yeah. Be proud of the things that you can do, like the poster, the World Cup poster. They had to do a poster for school. And we actually did it the night before. They handed it in and 
they were brilliant. They got a prize for it. And when we got home, I didn't say, I'm so proud of you. I asked them, are you proud of what you did? Are you proud of your poster? And they're both like, yeah, because they really enjoyed it. They enjoyed making it. They enjoyed the fact that they won a prize, everything. But yeah. I make sure that they self-validate first. Mm. And then mm-hmm. if I say, I'm proud of you too, it's a bonus. Yeah. But self-validation is so important because we forget that we live in here 24-7. Definitely. So we need to make sure that we are positive within ourselves. We think I am worth it. I am proud of myself and I can do it because everyone else can say it. But if you say otherwise, that's it. That's the wall already there. Mm, And that's the thing. That's the concept of like the inner dialogue. And it tells you if you can do something, it tells you whether you can't. It like, as we discussed, it validates or it invalidates you. And I think it can really have an impact on your day-to-day Definitely. activities and things. Yeah. Look can... at people that can't leave their bed. Mm. I, I was one of those people. There was many times I didn't want to leave my I didn't leave my bed. Yeah. Because my brain was saying, what's the point? Mm. Stay. There's no yeah. need. Yeah. It definitely affects you. Your brain controls everything. Your mind controls you. So you have yeah. to be you have to be good to yourself. Yeah. The good thing is, or the thing that we could do really is like, try and hear your inner voice. Because sometimes I think we can be oblivious to it. And, you know, when we don't have confidence in things, we we don't realize that we are actually doing that to ourselves. So, you know, for example, with me, I mean, when I was a teenager, I really didn't have much confidence at all. Like I was the most unconfident person ever. Like I wanted to um, audition for that gospel choir because I love singing. I love singing I love music but I was just just too shy I was just lacking so much confidence it was that inner dialogue that was saying that you can't do this you're not going to be good enough you don't have the ability to do this and that's the thing our inner dialogue affects us on a daily basis from the point that we wake up even while we sleep you know it's your subconscious mind that speaks to you and that's why I think being mindful And being aware is like the first step to actually changing that, changing the inner dialogue because then you actually become aware of what your inner dialogue is saying, what things you think about yourself. You know, it all kind of ties into self-love, self-acceptance, self-compassion, all of those things. What you said just now, being, being aware of it is extremely important because you do need to be aware that not only of the voice that is in your head, telling you whether you can or can't do it. And when it tells you any kind of negatives, where is it coming from? Where is it stemming from? Where exactly? Because sometimes it may be that you're just having a bad day. And because you're having that bad day, something happened in the morning, made you late. Um, anything, anything can happen. And all of a sudden, negative things, blah, 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 blah. No, you can't do it. No, you shouldn't do it. No. Sometimes it's important to, to know where it started very important to know where it started whether it's it started that day or whether it's unresolved issues from childhood but it's important to know so you can put an end to it put a pause to it because sometimes when it's deep-rooted it's not like you can just put an end to it you may need therapy you may need to talk to to a friend you may need meditation you may need whatever it is that gets you through it 
but you may also need a break from it. You may need to put a pause to it. And, and so it doesn't just drown you. It doesn't take you down. Do you understand? So it's not just, it's being very much aware and being aware of how it started. I mean, I can think of that time where, do you remember I messaged you because I was just, I, I woke up and I just wasn't feeling it. I was feeling rubbish. I, I think I started crying. The whole day was horrible. Do you remember? And I messaged you and said, today is just not my day. I feel like I can't do anything. And I can't even remember what caused it, but I remember that was one of the first things you said was what triggered it. And it's important to know what triggered it so you know whether you can put an end to it or a pause to it. I don't know if you all agree to this, but it's very important to be aware of yourself, of what you speak onto yourself. And I know I'm very negative to, towards myself. I'm, I'm trying to improve it. I'm trying to make it better. So I know that I am, I am worthy and I am worth so many more things. Manifesting positivity, so positivity comes to me, but it's, it's, it's an absolute battle to be able to think positive and be positive and because it's not just, oh, I'm going to walk and skip down the road and everything's going to be fine. No, it's, it's being able to leave my bed and say, oh my days, it's another day that I have to go and do everything that I need to do to function. Yeah. And, you know, it's important to see every day as a new opportunity. You know, you can change how that day goes. And I think sometimes it's hard to go back and figure out what the trigger was because we can be so triggered sometimes like I know there's moments where all of a sudden I'm not feeling good and I'm just there trying to figure out why like what happened and sometimes it's really hard to figure out where it started it could just be the tiniest thought it could even just be seeing something that triggers maybe a memory or whatever it may be but it is sometimes hard to go back to that first step. But actually, also, sometimes when you're really not feeling good, and this is something I do a lot, I try to sit there and kind of, like, rationalise what I feel. Like, I really, like, sit there and try to self-analyse. And, and sometimes you just have to be there in the moment and just feel it. Like, if you're not feeling good, let do it be. Do you feel like that helps? Just, because... Do you feel like no? Whole, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say sometimes you just need to kind of give in to the emotions. Yeah, I mean sometimes. Don't get me wrong. I think sometimes retrospection. I mean, I even said it in the last episode. Retrospection is very important. But I think when you're feeling the way you feel in that moment, I think just feel it. Like really tap into that feeling. Tap into the experience. Don't even label it as positive or negative. Just let it be. Like. It's you being know, grounded, isn't it? It's being, it's feeling grounded. It's yeah. It's not. It's because when you're overloading yourself with thoughts, mm. all of a sudden you're no longer. It's like your feet are no longer touching the ground. Literally, yeah. You're levitating, therefore you're losing control because you it's you need to ground yourself. Yeah, and that's the thing. Even when when you are kind of lost in that, it just stops. It stops you from moving from that experience. Like mm -hmm. you're, you don't actually move on. And 
unfortunately, life is, as we already discussed, is part of duality is a big part of it. And we have these difficult experiences and stuff, but the most important thing is to ground yourself, as Danny said. And I just think, yeah, tapping into the five senses, like really assessing how you feel in that moment. And you don't always have to intellectualize everything. But after, I think retrospection, or sorry, introspection is important because it gives you that opportunity to like figure out where all of this comes from. And when you really become present in the moment I think it's easier to kind of hear that in a dialogue and you know doing things like practicing um, being aware of your five senses on a consistent basis you start to be aware of what your mind is saying and when you're aware of what your mind is saying you're more aware of how it affects you and then you're able to kind of put that stop and say okay this is my brain's telling me that you know what I'm not good enough right now And this is now making me feel like I'm actually not good enough and making me feel like a failure and making me feel like I don't want to be here and and all of the feelings that come along with that. But if you're aware of it, it helps you to put that stop and say, yeah, my brain is saying this, but this is how I'm going to move forward with it. I'm not going to let it materialize into, you know, emotion and what I do. I'm going to leave it in there. I'm going to leave it in that in that thought matter and I'm going to do whatever else I want because you're just watching you become there's this whole concept of meditation and becoming the observer of your thoughts and you do you just observe it and there's no attachment whether it's positive negative it's just neutral it's just there that's just like it's what all of that you just said just sounds like anxiety isn't it mm. all, of the, all of those feelings that, all of the, all that flood your brain and all of a sudden you're anxious and you actually feel like you can't do anything. You're not worthy of anything. You, you you stop yourself from doing everything. And what was the example that you yeah. said earlier? Anxiety is like a bubble. And when you're in it, you yeah. actually can't see a way out. Yeah, because you're, yeah, so anxiety is like a bubble. When you're in it, you, you can't see a way out. You're in it. There's no, there's nothing to stop it. You're literally surrounded but then once you're able to come out of that bubble, you're able to see the size of the bubble. You're able to see what it's made of. You're able to see how it's formed, its shape. So you're able to step out of that anxiety and see where it comes from, what triggered it, what it's saying, how much it's actually keeping you kind of concealed in this space and stopping you. That's what we were saying of being grounded. Because when you're in that space of anxiety, that bubble, what happens to bubbles? They go up, and that's why I'm saying you levitate. It's kind of it's it's like you lose control. Your legs are no longer grounded. You're not grounded. I don't know if this makes any sense to you, but the best example that I can use is like you're levitating and you don't have control of your body. This is anxiety. Anxiety makes you feel like you've got no control of nothing, and it overpowers you. Yeah. When my anxiety used to be really bad, this is a period I went through where I had panic attacks and it was always, it's it's a lot about control because at the point where you start to experience a panic attack, you're kind of overwhelmed with this immense fear because you feel like you have no control. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know how to do anything. And then 
that's again we tap like you said we're levitating we tap out of the five senses because all of yeah. a sudden now you're this you're kind of um kind it's of separating like yourself from experience, your body yeah literally and it's the craziest thing because then when you start feeling like that again it heightens that feeling of not being in control of yourself and then it mm-hmm. expands that fear and it just it just gets worse and worse and worse and worse until you kind of stop and try and be in the moment right after i had james um going out going out just going out to the park was and i have um louise and kaya they deserved going to the park and going out and doing things that kids do and i was scared to death to leave the house don't ask me why i have no clue i it, it all of a sudden i had this baby like i haven't had babies before and i was extremely scared to just leave the house and go to the park i used to i remember the first the very first time that i did it i was shaking like a leaf and i was so tired cuz i hadn't slept much again anxiety i went to the park didn't even stay long we stayed for maybe maybe i don't know maybe half an hour to an hour um with the girls i remember the girls running about i think they had their little toy prams and everything they were happy and all i could think was i want to go home i want to go home i want to go home it was so horrible it was literally that's when i thought to myself this is actually stopping me from doing the most basic things in life mm it's such a horrible it, feeling it literally cannot control feeling it's horrible and yes i think once i became aware of it and what that's when i thought i have to do something about it because not only do i deserve better so do my kids but it still took a few months for me to be able to kind of control it and it took me speaking to yeah. you remember um and being able to say yeah. something is not right i i can't i i can't leave the house without my legs shaking i yeah. think it was important for me to have you to speak about it and you saying okay that's okay let's try and do things step by step each day that it comes because mm. you can do this that you yeah. had had the experience might be different but you have had children mm. before and i don't know if it was necessarily because i've had james i i don't know but my anxiety was bad it was yeah. bad crippling bad and i think even like just because you had you know you've had kids it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be less prone to the anxiety no definitely and that's the thing definitely doesn't and, i'm living proof of it i'm living proof i had two where i had mild to barely any and and you know uh, kaya did not have the best birth yeah but with james maybe it's because he was my first boy and all of a sudden i thought oh it's completely different mm. <laughs> i don't know what it was we always talk about um you know when we give birth we birth a new version of ourselves but i think that applies to every child that you have because now you've become a mother of 3 and you know there's so many different things that come into play but it is it's very crippling and it's almost like living with anxiety is it feels like you're walking in this like dark forest like 
it's just nighttime pitch black you can't see anything you don't know what you're going to run into you don't know who's there you know that really like fear filled place and that's the thing you just like open your eyes you can see you just think you can't your eyes are closed and that's what it is sometimes just being able to get past that but it's it's hard and with the inner dialogue I think once you start being aware and consciously telling yourself other things or maybe talking back to that voice it changes a lot so for example with me I feel like I've always been really hard on myself and I think growing up I was the oldest so there were so many expectations that were thrown on me um you know I had a a lot of things that really influenced my inner dialogue there was a family member in specific that just wasn't nice and always said things about my appearance um just about just every just said super nasty things consistently and you know being young it just it didn't feel nice at that time and then growing up it affected me because I would compare myself to others I would compare myself even I would compare myself to my sister there would always be that kind of comparison and I wouldn't I never felt good enough and then when I hit my like 20s that's kind of when I was just like okay I can't feel like this anymore it's literally crippling like I'm not doing what I want to do and even with music for example I again it came with the self-confidence the confidence I had in my voice for example the confidence I had in my appearance the confidence I just had in being my authentic self it just it took such a long time to just say do you know what I can do this so even when I my first ever performance I remember I can't remember the place what it's called now but it's this open mic night somewhere in Shoreditch it's quite a famous one Eric Badu's been there if I find the name if I remember the name I'm gonna let everyone know but um I remember the first time I performed there gosh I forgot the words I was terrible 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 and then after that I was like you know what it's fine it's okay you could do this and every single time now no matter what it is I'll tell myself I can do this and it's okay all you can do is do your best that's it doesn't matter if you look back and you think it's crap doesn't matter if you look back and you think you know I could have done better you did your best in the moment and that's all that matters which takes me to my next question actually what is it that you do to better your inner dialogue I think like I said for me it's meditating and not meditating in a sense of just sitting there all day and you know chanting is literally just being aware I feel like you can really meditate in every single moment you know meditation is just awareness so as I said really experiencing this life as a human tapping into your five senses and just yeah being in the moment and when you're in the moment you're aware of so many more things like and I feel like even being in the moment helps you to be more grateful I think things like even addressing like your inner child really imagining yourself when you were younger and what you would do differently like looking at yourself with compassion is so easy and we always talk about this but it's so easy for us to be compassionate and loving to others but when it comes to ourselves we're so hard and sometimes it's just ensuring that you have that compassion that you consciously talk to yourself with love every single 
day. So, you know, even while you're brushing your teeth and going, you know, when you're about to go to sleep, brushing your teeth, just say, hey, you did amazing today. You don't have to say it out loud, but you say it in your head. Do you know what I mean? You did amazing, or I did amazing today. I did my best today. I'm proud of myself for getting up, you know, in those moments when you're in like deep, deep depression and you don't want to get up. You don't even want to be here. In those moments, just for getting up and getting, standing up and getting out of bed, say, you know what? I'm proud of myself. I got this far because that is a step. Sometimes it's good to say those things out loud. I know you said, oh, you don't need to say it out loud. You can say it in your head. But sometimes you need that voice to actually yeah. be louder than what's in your head. So you kind of need to say it out yeah. loud. And you'll feel stupid yeah. and you'll feel like looking at the mirror or looking at the wall and saying, I am great. It was amazing. I did it. But sometimes the voice needs mm. to be louder than the one in your head. Um, you were saying just now about, okay. you know, being able to to say that you you did it and and it's what you've done is enough this is exactly it you have to allow yourself to make mistakes even in situations where you fail yeah because because you tried yeah as soon as uh, this is what we do as soon as we fail we go oh damn it you know and that's it negative 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 comes in no allow Mm. yourself to make mistakes you're human Allow yourself yeah. that you made a mistake. That's it. Okay. Did you learn from it? Great. Amazing. Move on. Mm. This is self-love is embracing the flaws. Today. The ladder to success is each step is a failure. Yeah, definitely. Each step, there's some kind of failure there. You learn from mm. that failure and then you succeed. Learning to like not categorize things. And like you said, yeah embracing the failures and just embracing that we're humans we're flawed and self-love is accepting your flaws and actually loving that just being able to be your authentic self and embrace your imperfections as your perfections because our imperfections make us us yeah like we we are beings again duality self-love is extremely important and something that we're very very aware that we don't do we love others and we kind of allow others to love us but we don't really love ourselves not in an arrogant way not in a yes I look so fine today and it's brilliant no in a way of in a way of I am enough I yes you know, I, I actually deserve this. The life that I have, I deserve it. The things that I do, I deserve them. I should be proud of them. That's not being arrogant. It's the minimal. It's what I can do for myself. It's the very minimum that I can do for myself is to think that I actually am good enough. And I, all, the, all that I've had so far, I've put into it. Mm. it makes sense yeah. yeah and I think having also the ability to like self-reflect and even like the things that are hard just knowing that you know every day like I said even the most simple things being able to wake up and get out of bed you've done something you've achieved you've achieved something 
you know whether you've left the house or whatever you're doing you're doing something and like just accept that that is that's something like don't you don't have to have the bar so high everything every little step that you make is an accomplishment Mm -hmm. and I think yes that's definitely definitely something to really for for me as I said in our very first episode this podcast is living proof that I am willing to try something new and Mm. I can do it because we're here now and we're doing it yeah so if you think that you can't do it don't at least try whatever it is just try as long as Mm -hmm. it's positive for you yeah and in some ways for the people around you Mm. you know it's not it's not a, a thing of oh it's 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 just for me no it's not it's this podcast we're hoping that it has a very positive impact in whoever listens to it so yes we want Definitely. to go big we want to be some some someone something but it's mainly are you feeling like you're getting something out of it mm. so it's it's not just yeah for us it's for you listeners as well and just i think also you know we've really got come out of our um comfort zone and i think <laughs> i don't know about with, you, you this know... musician i'm definitely out of my comfort zone <laughs> <laughs> no that oh gosh releasing pastel heavens was out of my comfort zone gosh still is i'm still I like oh, why did i do that but um yeah i think the inner dialogue aspect we we just want to share that obviously we struggle with inner dialogue like i just really struggle with inner dialogue on a daily basis but it's just the knowingness that we all struggle with it and we're not alone like we can really we can this is how we all connect and this is how we can uplift each other because we are going through similar struggles so it is hard every single day like me and danny will talk about these things but we struggle with these things so we're still trying to find our feet we're still trying to navigate the best way of like coping and dealing with these things and learning and stuff so we're still in the bubble we still constantly have to burst the anxiety bubble yeah it's true it's true it's it's an everyday thing it's an everyday thing got our finger on the edge basically yeah we, it's an everyday thing. We talk about it because we're in it. It's it's not like yeah. This is this is what we live basically. We do have a few questions that we would like to ask you if you're listening. Um, are you aware of your inner dialogue? What does it look like? And what influences your dialogue whether it's good influences or bad influences what is it that influences your dialogue we will actually put these on um spotify as well so you can answer them it would be great to receive some feedback you can do it through our email or ig page however you prefer okay guys so it is fun time is quiz time this week um i'll be asking the questions and i'll be answering (laughs) um do let us know 
if you got any of these right. Again, they don't necessarily have anything to do with what we speak about. It's just a little bit of fun. Yeah, it's literally just that, a little bit of fun. Okay, so I'm going to put my timer on because Ange has 30 seconds to um, answer these. So from the moment that I asked the question, she's got 30 seconds. Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> I'm nervous. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to ask the question and I'll, I'll uh, start the timer, yeah? All right. Vanilla comes from what flowers? Vanilla flower. <laughs> <laughs> the moringa tree. Did you say vanilla tree? Moringa tree. Mor moringa tree. Okay, that's wrong. <laughs> Arachnology. Yeah, yeah. something. Arcula. <laughs> I want to say you almost got it right, except for the fact that you got it wrong. But, <laughs> all right, seconds is up. And it's actually from orchids, vanilla orchids. Oh, my gosh, really? really? Wow. That is so cool. <laughs> wow. Okay, damn it. I was oh, off. Anyone knew. I was making anyway, up words there. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Question number two. Um, I don't know that anyone will know this. I found this question quite interesting, but I'm not sure that anyone will know this. Um, which English city was once known as Jurolipont? Once known as in like Roman times. This was a Roman city. Bath. No. Bristol. No. It's, it's, um, I don't know hint. what to say about it, to be honest. What hint, did you say? Hint, 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 hint. It starts with a C. <laughs> oh God, the word, the word that and just came got, to my mind was not a city, but anyway. I think like it's got one of the most prestige universities. Cambridge. There you go. Yes. <gasps> Yay. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. Well done. Finally. <laughs> yeah. Um, name in uh, Roman times was Durolipont. Durolipont. <laughs> um, Imagine saying that. Uh, I study at the at the University of Durolipont. <laughs> what is that? What did you study, slime? <laughs> uh, question number three. In which sport would you use a shuttlecock? Badminton. Well done, yes. I love badminton. Oh, I love a good old badminton game. <laughs> I do love badminton. I do like it's, it. I, I love, I miss playing it. It's relaxing. But you know what? It's one of those games where it's so easy to play, okay? But it actually works you out. Like after a game, you'll go home and you'll be like, damn, I feel it in my body. It's like it's like um yoga. Yeah. Well my days. Yeah. Yoga is the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Because you'll be relaxed while you're doing it. You're just stretching out and then the next day your whole body will be aching. You'll be like, What? How what happened? What did I do? Did I get in a fight? Did I get involved? What happened? That's literally <laughs> it. All right. A bit of pressure because this is a music 
question. So mm-hmm. I'm expecting it to do. <laughs> I, and it's starting now. Which singer performed the songs Lovely Day and Lean On Me? Oh, Lean God. On me. When you're not when strong. Oh my gosh. Uh, Bill Withers. Yes. 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 Lovely well day. Lovely day. Lovely day. <laughs> lovely day. <laughs> well done. Well done. Well done. All right. Um, okay. So I've got another one, which it actually is. This is actually to do with what we've been speaking about today. So this is a good one. Who famously said, you must be the change you wish to see in the world? Oh, gosh, damn it. Um, Barack Obama. (laughs) No, much before Barack Obama. Nelson Mandela. No, but I can understand why you went there. Um, Oh, Luther. I was going to say Luther Vandross. (laughs) (laughs) I meant Martin Luther King. I'm so sorry. Um, Malcolm X. No, and it's now 30 seconds. Mahatma Gandhi. Oh, <laughs> wow. How did, I, how did my brain tell me Luther Vandross? I know, just, anyway. <laughs> you went with Luther. That's it. <laughs> I actually got an extra question only because I like this question. And I'm I'm actually interested in finding out whether you know it and if anyone else knows it. Do you mind if I ask it? Let's go. Let's go. I'm ready. <laughs> All right. What is the actual name for your funny bone? Tibia. Wrong! No. I'll give you a hint. It's not a bone. <laughs> Great hint, eh? Funny bone. It's not an actual bone. Your elbow ligament. <laughs> you what? Your elbow ligament. The tendon in your elbow. <laughs> it's not a ligament. And it's not a bone. Seconds. 29, 30. It's your ulnar nerve. Ulnar nerve. Damn. Why it's the hell nerve. do they call it a funny bone? Makes you feel funny. And it's in between <laughs> the bone. <laughs> Here, we, we're giving you guys some interesting facts, all right? You share these facts hey. with people. <laughs> you, got quite, you got, what, three right? I'm going to teach. Of... I'm going to teach my daughter that when she knocks her funny bone, I'm going to be like, you tell people that's your ulnar nerve. No. <laughs> you just hit your ulnar nerve. <laughs> no longer a funny bone. <laughs> It's, it's, I don't know. It's, you know I hate it. Is I, a weird, when I hit it. It's such a weird feeling. It like oh, it's like a for your hate arm. No, no, don't like it. This has been a lovely episode. I quite enjoyed it myself. I hope yeah. to Ange. I'm sure you did. Definitely enjoyed it, and I really hope all of you go away and you think about your inner dialogue. And like share the things that you do with us. And we really hope this uplifts you. Definitely. Something that we all need to be aware of is the way we speak to ourselves and to yeah. be kind. I think it's the 
such an important thing. Be kind, Definitely. not just to others, but to yourself. We do hope you enjoy uh, you enjoyed this episode and that you follow, share, like, and join us for our next one. Decided that we would like to end these episodes with a positive affirmation. I think it's quite a powerful affirmation. It's a good affirmation. It has everything to do with what we spoke about today. Uh, mm. Before I say before I say it, just follow us, share on our page any questions and answer the questions that I ask if you don't mind on our Instagram page. Send us an email if you'd like. If there's anything specific that you'd like us to talk about. Please send us an email on angeanddannytko at gmail.com. We would mm -hmm. love to hear it. We'll take anything and we will choose what to speak about. We hope you enjoyed it. That's it. The affirmation that I've got for today is the most difficult thing in life is to know yourself. And I, I think that. it is very true. Mm, definitely. Some people spend their entire lives not truly knowing themselves i think it takes our entire lives to, to like get to a point where we know ourselves it's, it's a journey very isn't true. it very <laughs> true anyway right, guys thank you guys bye -bye. so much for tuning in and listening until next time until next time bye bye